Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud out. What do you got? Oh, man, I'm still dying about the whole Mike Trudell thing. Anyways, so I love living in California. I will admit that I've never really lived anywhere else. But, you know, I've traveled and I really love Cali. But with Cali comes a drought. And if you live in L.A., you have restrictions now. If you have a lawn and you got to water it, um, it all depends on your address when you can do it. My mom's like, yeah, they don't care because my mom loves her plants. She's like, I can water it anytime I want. I was like, no, ma'am. They're actually going to be looking for, you know, people that don't follow the rules here. Um, Before you were able to do it three times a week. Now you're doing it twice a week. And it all depends if you have an odd number address. You can do that Mondays and Fridays. If you have an even number address, you can do that Thursdays and Sundays. You have to do it early uh, morning or in the evening. You can do it between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m. They will enforce it with education first. So I'm trying to tell my mama, don't be getting no ticket. But if they do have to escalate, fines will be in place. Your first penalty will cost you $200. Yep. Your second penalty, $400. And then 600 and so forth. Wow. So, yeah, they are going to be enforcing. So I told my mom, she's like, it's going to cost me $200. Fine, I'll follow the rules. But no, my mama, she probably won't. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. And, you know, they can tell based on your water usage because mm-hmm. they'll bump you up to different tiers, too. They'll nail you that way on your water usage if, regardless. So, yep. But you know how many people are like either A, like your mom. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, I can do this. They'll never know. Or B, completely oblivious because they don't watch the news. They don't follow the news in any way. So they have no idea that this is going on. And they're just running their sprinklers every day. And they, they're like, no, nobody cares. There's unlimited water. It's no big deal. Just the kind of way we are, you know, like we're kind of arrogant like that. Like does, there's unlimited water. Does this mean that like I can't take like hour long showers? Right. You're not allowed to anymore. Oh, because I do. I'm, I, I, well, I don't know about that. Minutes. I don't think from anyone's talking on. about inside your domicile. Is yeah. What from I mean. now okay. on five minutes. Do, hey, do, do what's right for other plus, people. Five minutes. Plus, you know what? I don't even have like an outdoor area to water because I live in an apartment and my, my patio yeah. is concrete. So I can take my hour long shower. Well, see, oh. that, that was the whole point for me because like now I live in an apartment. But even before, like I'm like. I take long showers, and I'm guilty of that, and I like my long showers. So my thing is, like, yeah, you're going to, like, tell people not to water their plants, but, like, there's some people that that's, like, therapy for them, you know, like, watering their plants and doing their garden and stuff. And then here we are. I mean, I'm not ashamed of it. Lindsay's not either. We're taking one-hour showers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One-hour showers? Okay, are maybe not one hour. I take one-hour one showers. I mean, are you time. for real? No, I, I am for real. I don't got a time for that. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I meditate in the shower. I play oh. podcasts in the shower. Like, that is my, my like, oh sanctuary my is my bathroom. Do you, like, run out of hot water? No, I live in an what? apartment. I used to at my mom's house. I used to all the time. Like, whenever I go visit there, yes, I always run out of hot water. Always. I, I only do... Re- okay, I'm exaggerating. I really don't do one hour, but... I do, I do take longer when I wash my hair because it well, takes a long your time. Your girl just washed her hair. <laughs> girl just washed her hair. You know the way it goes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is what you guys need to know. Be careful because you guys might get a you know a little ticket there. Yeah. All right. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. All right, Kaplan. You f- wanted to file a complaint. I do. Me, I do. Um, during the Trudell interview. Go ahead. Correct. Correct. I do. Yeah. So Mike Trudell showing off apparently this Northwestern education that he yeah. has and showing Allegory. off yeah. showing off this this television, you know, uh, sideline reporter skills that he's got. Yeah. And he used the word allegory. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you said, yo, you even know what allegory means? And I'm like, admittedly, I don't. And I right. just let it slide. Yeah. In the next breath, you come back with, I'll see your allegory. And I'll raise you a relevatory. Yeah, what? but relevatory is not as interesting as allegory. But, you know, you came back with it. You know, right, but we've used that word a million times. Well, it's part of your repertoire, you know? It's, it's, well, part, it's also it, become yours, thanks to me. Well, I, I have adopted it on occasion. But the yeah. way that you went from allegory to relevatory, yeah. I mean, I just felt like you were trying to keep up with the vocabulary. No, but I always talk like that, just like he always talks like that. Really? He uses allegory frequently like that? 
I mean, I don't know about frequently, but he does have a really good vocabulary. I he uses 50-cent words, as they would call them, Cap. Yeah. You know what those are? Those are 50-cent words. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I how mean, much he, is relevitory? What is that? That's like a 50-cent <laughs> word. It just means like a... I don't know about a, is 50. I'd say maybe like 25. Yeah. You're right. But Quarter allegory allegory is definitely a 50-cent word. Yeah. Allegory is a good word. Yeah. That's why nice I, was, that's why I, I, I uh, decided to uh, make mention of it. Nice word. Hey, George, let me, um, yeah. let me tell you something. Do you something. want to know what it means? Allegory? Sure, go ahead. It's basically like a story that has a hidden meaning. Oh. Yeah. Now I don't remember what he said to even know if it applies. He was referring about Darvin Ham and his upbringing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and how it applies to basketball. Got it. Um, Speaking of upbringings, you know, I've told you a story, George, about my father, who I claim is the cheapest man on the planet. Yes, and he has denied said claims when he was in studio with us the other day. Right. So as you recall, the story goes like this. I'm a little kid. We walk into a McDonald's. Yeah. I look up at the, at the, the board. And it yeah. says cheeseburger forty nine cents, hamburger thirty nine cents. And I right. said I'll have two cheeseburgers. And my father said, No, you'll have hamburgers, and you'll put the cheese on them when you get home. Correct. So um, my father has denied this story. I will take it to my grave and swear on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So last night I tried to outcheat my father. I did something I'm a little ashamed of. Can I can I throw this at you and you tell me how how I should feel about this? Sure, feel free. Okay, Lindsay, Laura, please get involved. Here goes. So my father and I were out for a lovely walk yesterday afternoon, and my dad's 74 years old. We did a seven-mile walk, man. He kept up the entire time. i got to give him credit. He's in really good good shape. Yeah, Yeah. really good shape. Along this walk, my father shares with me that every time he and my mother go to visit my sister, she refuses my sister to pay for anything. She literally pays for nothing. When my parents are there, they pay for everything. That's Mm -hmm. kind of my sister's thing. Mm -hmm. And my father just goes along with it, right? So last night, my daughter, who just graduated high school, said she wanted sushi for dinner. Mm-hmm. So we started to put this order together for sushi last night. And before I know it, I'm up to like $150. Okay? Of course, sushi's expensive. Right. Yeah. So I say to my daughter, I go, you know what? Let's take this off. Let's take that off. We don't need this. This is extra. All right. Now I got it down to about 110 right? Mm-hmm. My mother says, let me go get my credit card. Once my mother says that she's getting her credit card, therefore she's paying for this. Yeah. That's when I told my daughter to start adding back all the stuff that I had taken off. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> so, you know, like all the things that I took off that I thought were excessive and overly yeah. expensive. Yeah. Once I knew my mother was paying for it, I put it all back on. Oh, now, your you're, poor mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, you did put her up. You saved her on a hotel, so I don't have as huge an issue with it. But, but it is, is funny. Is your mom like a big baller cap? Like you're, you probably make more money than your mom, right? Well, yeah, my mom's retired. She, I was going to say, she doesn't work anymore. No. No, so I'm so so I, I my father called me out immediately. Yeah. He's like, "You've got to be kidding me! You mean to tell me that when you thought you were paying for it, you were deducting items, but now that we're paying for it, you're adding those items How did items he catch you? <laughs> he was sitting right there. I didn't oh. hide it. I wasn't bashful. Mm. I was typical was, cap move. You, right. And obviously, you don't get you don't get that side of you from dad. Right? If he's the one calling you out, you don't get it from dad. Plus, your dad's a very, uh, it seems like a very gentlemanly guy, you know? Well, thank you. So, so George, so here's what I'm doing now because mm-hmm. of what you said earlier in the show. You ready for this? Yeah. So my father's leaving tomorrow to go back to Boca del Vista Phase 4. Right. The guy can't get out of here fast enough. So he wants an In-N-Out burger. He hasn't had In-N-Out the entire time he's here. Yeah. So he said to me, he goes, I'm going to go to In-N-Out and pick it up, and by the time you're off the air, I'm going to have all these burgers home. Give me your credit card. So yeah. now he's making me pay for tonight's In-N-Out. Well, because, I mean, he picked up the bill for sushi. Sushi's Fair enough. Expensive. Fair yeah. enough. So here's what I'm telling my son who's going with my father. Yeah. You take my father to In-N-Out. You buy everything for everybody, okay? But for my father, hamburgers, no cheeseburgers. Oh, that's funny. That's he, funny. Well, that was your concept. That was yeah, your yeah. idea. Right. I told you when you I mentioned give, it to me that I, I, I said you should do that just to pull the prank. Yeah. I would like to take credit because I thought it was pretty witty. And I, if it were com- coming from me, I'd be bragging about it. But it came from you. So thank you. Yes. So Are my you going to tell your dad, though, that it's yeah, from you? Or yeah. No, no. He just walked into the room. You get oh. hamburgers, no cheeseburgers. Yeah. No. I gave him cash, too, George, because yeah. that's kind of like more of my father's <laughs> style to pay for things in cash. <laughs> so I gave him cash. No tracing of I, the money that right, way. This guy right here. Yeah. Yeah. Hamburgers, no cheeseburgers. Yeah. That's it. If he wants cheese, he can go to the fridge. Yeah. You want cheese? I got cheese for you right here. Okay, I got cheese in the refrigerator for you, pal. Why is he right. in such a hurry to get to get home? Didn't he have fun here? 
oh, you know what, man? He got his own life down in Florida. So, like, you know, the pickleball courts here today yeah. were closed because they're preparing the pickleball courts for something. So oh. he couldn't go play pickleball this afternoon. You know, plus he's a Yenta, too. He likes being involved in all the drama around the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, who's saying what about who behind their back at the pool. Right. right. You know, who's talking about somebody at the pickleball courts. Yeah. He misses all the drama. Okay. That's nothing wrong with that. It's his life, you know. Good idea, though, George. No cheese on the burgers for him. <laughs> I'm buying. I'm glad to buy. Yeah. But no cheese for you. Yeah. He's, he's um, walking in here. He's giving me a thumbs down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would what would you like with your honey baked ham? You know, in honor of you should have honey baked ham in honor of Darvin Ham being hired. I would love a honey baked ham. I would love one. I it does take time to order. Christmas, though. Yeah, yeah, Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, and it's not at my house. I mean, I'll eat the hell out of a honey baked ham, but I wouldn't have it in my house. Why not? It's just it's just such an unkosher thing to have in your house. So eating it at somebody else's house, I'm all right. But having it in my house, oh, that just would never fly. Yeah. But what sides, then, with the honey-baked ham? How do you feel about macaroni and cheese? Oh, I love macaroni and cheese. I miss macaroni and cheese so much. Really? Yes, because yeah. a keto, keto person, that's the one thing I, I probably miss more than anything. Actually, you know what? I don't love macaroni and cheese. I love macaroni and cheese on, like, holidays and, like, special events like that. But, like, I don't actually seek out macaroni and cheese very much. No, but if you're having a honey-baked ham, it's probably Thanksgiving or Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or in my case, you're having a honey baked ham for Hanukkah. Sorry, and, Rabbi. My or, bad. An, or in honor of Darvin Ham. Yeah, right. Yeah. God, I feel horrible. Yeah. Um man. God, I might as well just have a honey baked ham with a big old glass of whole milk sitting right next to it. Yeah. Boy, I, I, am... I think we should celebrate. I think that Darvin Ham is one piece of the puzzle. Now the question is, can he make the current pieces fit? And then can they can he collaborate? with the front office to get the right mix around those guys and get those pieces to work around them, too. You know what? My answer, by the way, hmm? my answer is I think yes. Okay. Like, I know it was sort of rhetorical, kind of. Yeah. But as I'm hearing it, I'm going, I think yes. I think he can. I okay. think what I heard from him today, I honestly believe yeah. that LeBron and maybe even more importantly, Russ, will instantly respect him, and he'll know how to deal with all three different types of personalities. Yeah. I, I think so, too. I, I'm not worried about him dealing with the personality stuff. I'm just worried about what happens during the rough patch and how much support he's going to get, things like that. That's the stuff I worry about. But coming up next, speaking of support, Dave Roberts is a guy who normally supports his guys, and I'm not saying he didn't support Walker Bueller in this situation, but much like how Darvin Ham singled out Anthony Davis as the key, I feel like Dave Roberts did something similar to Walker Bueller um, this weekend. Let's get to some of that coming up. We're back in two minutes. But by the way, uh, forgot to mention our friends at Radio Tinder, uh, presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves available everywhere. Fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Back in two. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Got bad blood. I got no bad blood. No, Lindsay and that dude in her apartment complex. Big though. time they got bad blood. He's yeah. a weirdo. He is a weirdo. I sent you guys the texts. He's weird. No, yeah, he's no, weird. I saw the text. Hold yeah. you. Things that went down. And he texted you like two hours later in the middle of the night right. after like you had already like stopped responding to him a long time ago. Clearly a drunkard. That's my yeah. guess. Clearly. Clearly. Clearly a drunkard. Yeah. Hey, uh, George, I got a little distracted. Um, just heard back from my uh, clothing designer. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're big time, when you're a baller, to use your terminology, Lindsay, when you're a baller, you've got a designer, okay? I'm going to just say it right now. Let it be said. Let it be stated for the record. Let it be known. When the Mandy's happens on June 24th, just plan on it. Uh -huh. I'm planning on blowing your mind. Okay. Just 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 let it be written. 
and said and everything else, I'm planning on blowing your mind with my getup. Which means you're going to look ridiculous? I don't know, Lindsay. You'll have to see for yourself. I mean, because it could be a good ridiculous. I'm just asking, like, is it is it mind-blowing as in, like, wow, that's, like, a sharp outfit? Or is it ridiculous, like, oh, uh, that's kind of weird. Well, I just plan on working the runway, just putting my strut down that red carpet. When Clinton Yates says to me, who are you wearing? Everybody listen up, because you're all going to want what I got. You feel me? I have no idea what you're talking about, Cap. Yeah, not either me either. I have no idea. You lost me a long time ago. Just telling you guys that I've just received some photos from my clothing designer. Right. Uh, On what you're going to be wearing. Again, ballers have clothing designers for award shows of this magnitude. Yeah. You know what I say about that? Tell me. True OGs move in silence. Okay, well. Just surprise us. Maybe maybe I'm a false OG. Yeah, just, just surprise us. Because now you're giving it a lot of hype. Yeah, so I now am. if it's not yeah. what we expect it yeah. to be, right. I mean, you, you run the risk of falling short of expectations. Well, listen. Wait, you, didn't, plan... you didn't finish the line, though. Tadano. Which was? Which was what? Uh, true OGs move in silence like lasagna. <laughs> That's the I, line. I love you lasagna. You forgot the lasagna part. <laughs> I do love lasagna. Um, just, all I'm saying is first iteration, looking sharp. Okay. Looking damn sharp. Okay. Are you are you, you so. really are you really just kind of putting on some suit from your closet? Like, hey, I don't know what I'm wearing tonight. It's just the Mandy's. I'm just gonna find a, some old suit that I like. No, I'm not gonna wear some ridiculous outfit. I'm not a rodeo clown. <laughs> who's who's wearing ridiculous outfits? I mean, you just talked. I'm not about a rodeo what, clown. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Who's wearing ridiculous outfits? Who said anything about ridiculous? That's what you said. I said I just off asked the charts baller. Oh okay. man. I think your idea your idea of mind blowing and the general public is probably two different things. I could be wrong, Cap, and you might come out looking, you know, you like maybe, dope AF. Exactly. But I'm just going based on your track record. Okay. Okay. Let it be known. And I'm gonna take my let it be turn. written. Let it be stated for the record. On the night and of the Mandy's, June twenty fourth. I plan to blow your mind. Okay. Okay. I mean, it has been stated. Do you have multiple outfits that you are trying to decide between? Like you got multiple styles or it's just picking one? Well, Hmm. let me ask you a question. Yeah. Now, are you Eve or Gwen Stefani and let me blow your mind? Well, let me ask you a question. Do you get the reference? (laughs) What do you think? He doesn't get it. I think knowing you, Cap, you're going to be over the top, and you're going to probably try and like switch your outfit like three times. Okay, That's just right. My guess. There, I, I can assure you this, Lindsay Baseball, there is likely to be a change of outfit at some point during the evening. Thought so. Okay, that's very on brand for you, Cap. Could could be a couple. How about very you, George? Are you just showing up with no, one outfit? No, there is no change of outfit. Just one outfit for you. Yes. You're going to be understated, aren't you? I'm going to be me. That's what I'm going to be. Okay. How about that? Okay. You don't need multiple outfits. Just get one good one and you find There's no When you go to an award show, there's nobody doing multiple outfits. Yeah, there are. There are. It's actually Ooh, a well-known presenter. fact. Unless yeah, you're performing say, like, on host. stage. Yeah. Well-known I mean, fact. who are you, right. Beyonce? Like, what the hell? <laughs> no, I'm a little more Jay-Z-ish, I think. I feel like. Okay. Right. Are you Jay-Z? Are you going to perform on stage? I believe I Are you just going to go, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. To some song, and then you change outfits later. Like, what is happening <laughs> No, here? I probably will change outfits before I hit the stage. I, okay. There's my red carpet outfit, and then there's my, you know. Red carpet outfit. Right. You're not familiar with the red carpet? No, I'm familiar. But why would that be any different than the one you're using seated there for your potentially winning an award? Because I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go viral on the red carpet. Yeah. And then I'm going to do a whole different deal when I'm on stage. Okay. This is the Mandy's, George. Look, it's a tough ticket to get, you know? Yeah. Very, very mm-hmm. tough ticket to get now. Mm-hmm. You got any extras? No. You know, I promised four listeners tickets, you know. I yeah, thought I you got you that all settled. I did get it all settled. I got it all handled. Okay, so what are you asking for more tickets for? Just need it. Just, you know, they're hard to find. So if you have a couple extras, they're good to have. Okay. Okay, no problem. All right, where were we? 
you go to Disney? Did I? Yeah. No. Why? I thought Lindsay was setting you up. I was. I did show them how to make the reservations. I yeah. thought you wanted to go when your parents were here. Nah, I don't have the time with these people. Okay. With these people. <laughs> with these the people. people that birthed me. Right. I don't got time with them. All right. You know what? I, I don't have time for this anymore. I do have time for Dave Roberts. Your boy, mm-hmm. Cappy. Yep. I know you got time for him. Yep. So, Lindsay, do we have the audio of what he said about Walker uh, Bueller? Hang on one second. Yeah, because I, I, you know him better than all of us, Cappy, combined. So I heard this as Dave is always going to support his players, but I, I liked that he put kind of the onus on him, right? Similar to what Darvin Ham did when he mentioned Anthony Davis and how important he was, but he mentioned that he's the key. Like, he, if he doesn't work, none of this works. And I, I felt like he did – Dave did something similar when it came to Walker Bueller. And, and look, I've grown to love Dave. Um, I don't know him as well as you, but I have been a staunch defender of Dave Roberts, and I don't have the relationship that you have, mostly because – He's just like a real dude. Like, I don't have to feel like there's some hidden agenda or he's out to get me as a reporter. Like, I feel like he's absolutely just going to give you honesty. And I I guess we don't have the audio, but Lindsay, I know you know the exact quote um, because you and I talked about it earlier today when we were talking. Yes, he said, well, give me one second. Sorry, my every time, you know, my I pull something open important, my computer freezes. Really? Maybe it's time for a new computer. I guess. I mean, we have all kinds of technical issues back here. Oh, this is not a this is not your own personal computer. This is a station sanctioned piece of hardware. It always is. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So Dave Roberts was asked about Walker Bueller and his struggles. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not kidding you. That my this page is like <laughs> literally just sitting here, white, white screen right now. This is so embarrassing. Okay. So Dave Roberts, anyway, so basically, he, yeah, yeah. He, he said that um, when he was taken out of the game, mm-hmm. um, that basically he said something to the effect of, and I'm paraphrasing now, um, that they need more out of him, that he's going to have to basically figure it out. Okay. okay and you have a, I, I you liked have, that. You have, you have a problem with that? Yeah, I was going to ask you. No, I liked it. Of course. I thought it was great. Listen, you know, if you paraphrase it and you say, that Dave Roberts said about Walker Bueller, you know, this Here, doesn't here's work the quote. without him. He, he, okay, go here's ahead. the quote. He says, and I'll send you the thing, Lindsay. Um, he said, quote, he'll have to figure it out. I have all the confidence in that. And I think that at the same time, he's basically saying, like, bro, you better step it up. You want to be the ace of aces. This is what aces do. You know, it's not just, you know, a couple of years. It's every time out. And – while on the back end tagging it with, I have all the confidence in that. Like saying, like, I believe in you, but you got to show us. Yeah, I mean, let's go th- to the first part. He'll have to work it out. Right, he will. Because he's the guy with the ball. He's the guy who studies the film. He can go back and look at what he did last year, and he can compare it to what he did this year. Yeah, we have pitching coaches, but he will have to figure it out. Because when he comes off the field and he's throwing his glove into the dugout and he's frustrated and everybody can see it because his emotions are there for they're on display, he would have to figure this thing out. Because Walker Bueller gets to a press conference after just about every game in the last probably three, four starts going, dude, I'm not myself. I mean, he's taking the blame. He, he's putting it out there. But, man, he got to figure it out. And then the second part of it. And I got confidence that he will. Yeah, because all that he's done has led me to believe that he can get this thing worked out. Because guys know how to self-scout. They know how to coach by this time of their careers. So I think he can do it. But without our number one, and we all know that you, know, you, you can't count on this staff's health necessarily. I mean, Kershaw, obviously, the, the one I'm talking about. But we have to have our ace be our ace. Because if our number one is our number four, that's no good. I got no problem with Dave Roberts said. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I actually love that he's able to kind of toe that line, basically, between ally and disciplinarian i guess for lack of a better phrase right i mean he is an ally in that he's the former player and i mean he's he's just candid right he's telling people the way it is walker look we can all see it walker bueller is a huge part of what the dodgers are and right now he's not been who he normally is and yet the dodgers are still in first place that's the good news right all right coming up next big deal or no deal each and every day at 6 30 that's coming up in two minutes
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thank you, Christopher. All right, Lindsay, what do we got? All right, so what we've got is veteran quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo will not be attending minicamp with the 49ers this week. According to a report, the 49ers have excused him from minicamp. And the 30-year-old, of course, is still recovering from his shoulder shoulder surgery that he underwent earlier this offseason. A lot of people think that this just further indicates that he's not going to be part of the team next year. So do you think that this is a big deal or no deal? Start with you, Cap. I'm going to say no deal. Um, first of all, like you said, there's recovery from a surgery. So that's number one. Um, number two, the reason I say it's no deal is because I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I feel like this is the prelude to we're going to you know, try and find a way to move him. And they're ready to hand this thing off to Trey Lance, or so it would seem. So for me, no deal. Yeah, no deal. I, I just think that we've kind of all known that this thing, even though it's been prolonged, has been just kind of something we've already digested that he's not going to be around right like that we just know that he's not going to be there so uh don't think it's a huge deal all right so the calgary stampede uh they have some mid midway food every year that has a reputation for raising eyebrows and occasionally turning some stomachs well this year they've turned that up a notch and the midway is going to have some what they're calling thrilling new additions including a mealworm hot dog Cajun fried cheese curd poutine and crazy tongue pizza, mm. uh, which features tomato sauce, mozzarella, Alberta cow tongue, pineapple, caramelized oh. onions, Alberta and, cow tongue, and chipotle drizzle. Mm-hmm. And then I another. Bet it's delicious. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it sounds great. Another dish that's catching a lot of attention is their craft dinner soft serve ice cream. So it tastes just like craft mac and cheese, but it's ice cream which I would actually probably try. Is this weird food that they're serving at the Stampede Games a big deal or no deal, Sedano? Um, I mean, it's a big deal for them. It certainly it draws attention to them, and it certainly seems like people are interested in going back year after year for these uh, moments when they have these these particular dishes. So not my thing, but, yeah, I get it. Like, I, I'm adventurous. I don't feel like I'm that adventurous. So I'm going to say no deal here. Um, but I, George, have you ever had tongue? Um, yes, once. How was it? I mean, it was fried up, so you know, I'm, it tasted fine, but you know, just not, not great. Like I don't yeah. love it. It's not like my go-to. I will tell you something right now. Like everybody's got something they won't eat. Like it's non-negotiable. Like for me, tongue is non-negotiable. And and what was it, Lindsay? What kind of Alberta cow tongue? What kind of tongue? Uh, yeah, it says that it's triple A Alberta cow tongue. Yeah, triple A Alberta cow tongue. I mean, cow if tongue. I fried it up and I put it in with some meat that you didn't know, like right. you would never know the difference. Right, of course. But I, when I was a little kid, my mother used to take me to a kosher butcher shop, and in the front there were these tongues, tongues that were cut out of these cows' mouths just laying there. And I was like, who would ever walk in here and go, you know what I want for dinner tonight? A good tongue. Ah, uh, and then we have leftovers. Make a nice tongue sandwich for myself tomorrow. Mmm, delish. I just, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm out on tongue. Even if it's drizzled with whatever on a pizza, I'm out on tongue. How about the mealworm hot dog? That sounds like the worst. Yeah, that sounds gross. That, that sounds horrendous. Ugh. Ugh. Well, no deal. Speaking of food, now that your stomach is officially 
turned, just like they are trying to do, Europe's number one female competitive eater, Leah Shutgever, made her way through four KFC meals in 12 minutes, which broke a world record. So she has 27 official Guinness World Eating titles, frequently films her eating for Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, uh, and she has 322,000 subscribers on her YouTube channel. For her latest effort, dubbed the KFC Box Meal Challenge, Mm -hmm. she put back, like I said, four KFC box meals, with each having two chicken dishes, two sides, and a grand total of 4,000 calories. She said that her goal was to improve her 2017 attempt in which she ate the meals in just 23 minutes. So as a woman eating four KFC meals in 12 minutes, breaking the world record, a big deal or no deal, Cap? I'm going to have to say it's a huge deal. I mean, this is a woman who's doing spectacular things. I mean, this is really a woman who's advancing the cause. I'm not sure what the cause is, but she's advancing it. And I'm proud of her. I really am. And I don't think I can do it. I mean, you know, a lot, George, a lot of times I'm overconfident, right? Like, this is one of those times where I'm not going to tell you that I could eat four KFC chicken meals. What was the time on that, Lindsay? Uh, I think it was 20 minutes. Wow. Okay. George, for the first time, you're going to hear me tell you I can't do that. No, no. 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Sorry. Okay. I can't do that either. Can you eat four KFC chicken meals in under 12 minutes, George Sedano? No, hell no, dude. Of course, it'd be a world. There's a reason it's a world record. No, but there's a difference between a man and a woman. It's like she she broke like some female record, I think. No, I thought she broke the entire world record. No, no, I thought this was just no. For that's that's why she Lindsay... broke the world record. Right. Oh, that's wow. why Lindsay said, "Is it a big deal?" Because a woman was able to do it instead of a like because this record See? was probably previously held by a man. Is my even guess. that much more impressive? I guess. Yeah, big deal, uh, no doubt. And I love KFC, but I couldn't eat that much. That's for sure. A lady can eat. I could, but not in 12 minutes. Anyways, no, give definitely me, not. Give me like two minutes. hours. I can What's do the it? lady's name who's always in the uh, hot dog competition? What's her uh, name? Um, I, Black I Widow? don't know. I, yeah, I think that no, sounds thought, right. Yeah, the Black Widow. Isn't she the pool player? Oh, maybe she's the pool player. <laughs> I, I just It sounded right. It sounds familiar. <laughs> the Black um, Widow's famous for something. I, I have played show. pool against the Black Widow. She crushed me. Um, Did you expect but, to win? No, of course not. But I didn't realize I'd be it'd be that fast. Um, but the um, the I I crushed a ton of food yesterday at the Dodger game, man. Oof! You I don't know. It wasn't in twelve in calories, minutes, but it was ca- it was calories or money. Both. What all did you eat? Because the last time when I went to the game with uh, Bergman, Mason, and Jorge. I was trying to find a slushy, which walked around for forever looking for a slushy. I got popcorn, I got pizza, I got peanut, like I got all kinds of stuff. What all did you eat yesterday? So I had four tacos, mm. two al pastor, two al pastor, and then the other two were chicken. Um, I had one single Shake Shack burger with the um, triple play shake, which was delicious, and uh, the burger was fine, but. Um, and then my kids' chicken tender. I had one of my kids' chicken tenders because they didn't want to finish eating it. So I was just like, all right, I'll just eat this thing. And um, I'm trying to think, was there anything else? And then we had pizza when we got home because we had some friends at the game that we ran into, my daughter's school friends um, and my wife and the uh, – I mean, we're friends with the family. So my Yeah, wife but no, and, it sounds like the kids are friends and the moms are friends and dads don't have anything going yet. No, no, we're cool. We're cool. It's not – we're not like buddies. It's not like I text him, but we're cool. Like we've been around each other a number of times. Um, and they came over and they brought pizza over and salads. Mm-hmm. So we had, I had two slices of pizza after that and salad, um, and a glass of wine. So it was a lot of, uh, calories yesterday. How much do you think you spent on food at Dodger stadium yesterday? Be honest. Um, probably like a hundred, if I had to guess like 125 bucks. Actually, you know what? Feeding a Maybe family a of four more. for 125 bucks at a baseball game. Not, not nearly as bad as you would have thought. Yeah. Probably like in that 125 to one. 30, 40 range. I don't know, something like that. Mm. I could look back, I'm sure, but I don't know off the top. How of much were tickets? Four tickets. Um, in section six, they were one thirty seven apiece. Wow. How about parking? Twenty five bucks. All right, hold on a second, everybody. I'm doing the math here. Five hundred, five twenty five, six fifty. Yeah, plus uh taxes and stuff, so yeah. Seven hundred? Yeah, somewhere in that range. Wow, seven hundred dollar day. We complain about Disneyland being expensive. That's a Dodger game. Well, he also got really good seats. I got really good seats. Yeah. You don't have to sit in those $137 seats. Yeah, you can get like the $25 tickets, right? Yeah. And I just went to Dodgers.com and got the tickets. Like, 
Because I noticed when I was doing, when I was looking it up, I was looking on a secondary site um, first, and the prices were wild, and there wasn't the amount I needed. I needed four. Um, and I just went, I was like, you know what, let me just go to their website. And it was so much easier, and I got exactly what I wanted, and it was way cheaper. Use the MLB app going in? Yeah. Yeah, it's so easy now. You have to now. That's the only way that you can get in is with yeah. the MLB, the ticketing app. Yeah, you need the at-bat app or whatever, the t- yeah. MLB tickets app, yeah. I thought by saying that it would make me sound really cool and techy, but um, <laughs> well, you can't exactly print them out anymore. Yeah, right? But no, guess, at Dodger guess... Stadium, everything is fairly digital for the yeah. most part. Yeah, I think it's pretty. They much didn't everywhere. even have. St- oh, so here's something: they didn't have straws. Um, oh, they're like wow. strawless, except at certain bars and at Shake Shack because of the shakes. So I went. My kids, um, they have little sippy cups. They put like a little plastic thing on it. Um, you know, like like a plastic lid, but it's also a sippy cup for kids, um, or for adults, I guess, for that matter. And uh, my kids were drinking it that way, but I did finally find them uh, straws at uh, Shake Shack, like so real straws, because you... they had the stirring straws, the mixing straws at the bars for the most part. Would you guys think I was weird if I told you that I carry like straw in my purse? <laughs> no, I know people <laughs> like that, so it wouldn't be that weird. But it is. I mean, it's still fairly weird. I don't think it's that weird because nowhere has straws anymore, like you said, or the places that have those paper straws and you take like paper straws are five tough, yeah. sips and then it's just yeah. falling apart. They're so yeah. nasty. Paper I hate paper straws. Tough. They're Ugh, terrible. Terrible. But I get it. Don't kill a seagull. I'm all good. I get it. There's got to be. Yeah, but Starbucks has found a way to do it. They've got eco-friendly straws that are not plastic and falling apart in your mouth. No, is that is that really why we don't use plastic straws? Yeah, I don't worry about the yeah. seagull population. It's, it's, just that it is one ocean. animal yeah. is the, the only ocean. reason. Pollution. Oh, okay. Pollution. I was going to say. I mean, I mean, the ocean really? is important to us. We need the ocean. No, I get the ocean, but you you said seagulls, and I thought to myself, well, really? Just, that's just the one animal. I don't. Maybe that, you knew yeah. something I didn't know. Yeah, it's just one animal. Yeah, there's multiple animals in the ocean, but or that need the ocean, but yeah. Um, go I didn't ahead. I know there was Prince. such a problem right. with seagulls and straws. I'm sorry. Excuse me, everybody. Come I didn't on, know. Cap. Get with it. Yeah. All right. So one more here. Johnny Depp could be making a comeback. As Pirates of the Caribbean lead, Jack Sparrow, according to one former Disney executive, Mm. uh, quote, I absolutely believe post-verdict that Pirates is primed for rebooting with Johnny as Captain Jack back on board, an unnamed former Disney exec told People magazine. He said there's just too much potential box office treasure for a beloved character deeply embedded in the Disney culture. So Johnny Depp hasn't played Jack Sparrow since 2017 when he starred in Pirates Dead Man Tell No Tales. Of course, his defamation lawsuit with his ex-wife, Amber Heard, had put his future into question, but now it looks like he could be back. So would Johnny Depp returning to Pirates be a big deal or no deal, Cappy? I know for a lot of people this is a really big deal. But I like Lindsay, that you threw in Cappy yeah, talking you, about Pirates. That's you funny. set me up really nicely here. I know you, Lindsay, you care a lot about this topic. I must tell you, um, this is no deal for me. I've not seen one Johnny Depp Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I have I like Johnny Depp. I have no problem with Johnny Depp. I love the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney. I just haven't seen any of these movies. So for me, no deal. And by the way, don't come at me, everybody. Remember, I've already seen Top Gun Maverick, and I've already analyzed and reviewed Top Gun Maverick. And furthermore, I'll have you know, I saw it in the theater, the only way to see it. But I have not seen any of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. It is a big deal. Because I think people thought the movie franchise was over with him, particularly. So, uh, and especially, I mean, I, you know, coming off the heels of the controversy he was in that everybody was following, or most people were following, uh, I, you know, the timing is interesting, but good for him and good for them. Well, they were going to have Margot Robbie, Mar- Margot Robbie, however you say her name, yeah. yeah. They were going to have her be like the lead, I guess, like his daughter or something, and he yeah. wasn't going to be in it at all. But now I think that since everyone's like, oh, well, Johnny Depp completely did a 180 as far as public perception goes. So now it's okay to put him in it. So it's just like you said, it's very uh, it's weird timing, but it's also exactly for the reason that we say it was, you know, I hope he's back. I love him in those movies. I loved him in the trial. He was really funny. in He the was trial. so funny in the freaking trial, honestly. <laughs> oh, he had so many great one liners. <laughs> I mean, when he told the story of what his ex-wife did in his bed. And he called it a grumpy. <laughs> He's like, she made a grumpy, and the, the the whole everybody in the 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 courtroom was like, what? And he's like, I, I don't know what else to call it. And she she put down a grumpy. And I was like, have what? you ever heard anyone call it that before? Never. Never. Same. <laughs> 
All right, is there anything else or are we done? That's it for Big Deal or No Deal. All right, each and every day at 6.30. All right, coming up next, we've got big Ram news that we never even got to because we were talking about the Lakers and the Dodgers and all that stuff. So let's get to that big day for the Rams on a number of fronts, not just the one you think. We'll get to that in two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedano Cap with you here, last segment of the show. Mañana, another three hours, and then uh, I believe Wednesday is the next NBA Finals game. Which you That's can right. Which right here in the station. That's right. So, Cappy, big day for the Rams. Obviously, mm-hmm. Aaron Donald gets his money. Gets a two-year, $60 million extension, so that's good news for sure. Uh, well, I mean, you know, George, look, this was the whole story over the last, what, three, four weeks? Aaron Were Donald you not could... expecting me to stop there? Like, what, No, what, what, no, like, I kind of yeah. wasn't. I was like, wait a second, there's more to it here. And then I was like, wait, he just stopped speaking. I mean, it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, are you not surprised? I mean, or, or, let me rephrase it. Are no. you surprised? Of course no. not, right? No. Nobody thought Aaron Donald was retiring. Here's what happened. Let me tell you what happened. Stan Kroenke is a man who understands how to give a gift, George. Do you understand what I'm about to tell you? Yeah. Okay, Stan Kroenke is a very wealthy guy. He built the greatest stadium on the planet, spent $5 billion on this stadium. Stan Kroenke is the kind of guy that knows how to give a gift. Now, this weekend, as you're working on this Aaron Donald deal, you know who's getting married, right? Sean McVay got married, yeah. Coach McVay. Finally, Veronica and him tied the knot. Coach McVay is now a married man on Saturday as a wedding, on Monday the news of Aaron Donald returning with this new contract extension. Mm -hmm. That right there, George, that's how you give a gift to a head coach. $60 million. I just bought you the greatest defensive lineman in the history of the NFL. I just bought you a couple more years with this guy. This is your wedding gift, Coach McVay. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's great. It, it's a great deal. I think that the Rams, if they want to be championship contenders, need him uh, as part of that process. So if they don't, I think that they're they're not they're not necessarily a championship caliber defense at that point. So I think that that puts a lot more emphasis on the offense. So I, I'm glad it worked itself out. Coach McVay also had a Lombardi Trophy cake. So yes, I did read about that, and um, I'm going to tell you where I read about Sean McVay's. Wedding. Did you read that Odell Beckham Jr. crashed his wedding? That I did not read. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Well, now um, you know. Do you, I'll tell you where I read it. Maybe, maybe I know because, you know, I know. Were you in the house? Uh, maybe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess not. I'm going to guess not. How would I know Odell Beckham Jr. then uh, crashed the wedding? Well, you asked me if I read it. So since I said I didn't. No, I no, I didn't you say did. you read it. I said, did you know? Maybe Sedano was a guest at Sean McVay's wedding. I don't know, man. If 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 McVeigh was going to invite Sedano to his wedding, I will tell you guys this right now. I saw no lovey dovey, buddy buddy. You're close enough to be invited to my wedding at the Rams draft house. I saw none of that relationship. Well, we didn't actually talk to each other, right? But you would but think again, that if you were invited to his wedding, he would come out and show you a little respect. That's all. Real G's move in silence, bro. Yeah, that's what you say. I'm not like so sure lasagna. about that. Yeah, I'm not so sure. So, uh, well, I know that Odell Beckham crashed the wedding. That's cool. Read about all this in the New York Post for some reason. I don't know why, but I didn't feel like there was any coverage of this in the L.A. Times. Did I miss it? No, there was none. I mean, none that I saw. I mean, this is more for a gossipy paper like the New York Post. Mm-hmm. So that's where I got my information. I feel like that's a lot of where you get your information. Well, in certain instances, like about Sean McVay's wedding. I mean, why <laughs> is there not more? why is there not more coverage? Yeah, I don't know. You tell me. I don't. Where's TMZ? Where were you? Saturday, uh, let's see, graduation party for my daughter. Yeah. Taco Man. Oh, Taco Man. Taco Man, very good. Was it uh, as cost-effective as you thought? Um, 50 people, Yeah. $610. That's great. Isn't that great? Yeah. That was had... less than what Sedano paid to go to the Dodgers game. Totally. Yeah. 
totally right on. Um, let's see. He did uh, he did carne asada. Mm-hmm. He did chicken, mm-hmm. and he did uh, what? What is it called? The pork adobada? Al pastor. Al pastor. No, no, but there's you another were name. Way off. No, 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 no. I'm no, no. Don't give up on me yet, Lindsay. Don't give up on me yet. Carnitas. <laughs> I don't feel. No, I don't feel like it was adobada? carnitas. Adobada. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. That is adobada. what you said. That is exactly it, what you it's said. Close. Adobada. Is it adobada? Not like also adobada. Adobado. Adobado. Adobada. Give it to him. He Adobada. Wants, he wants to get oh it so bad. Goodness. But am I wrong? Am I close? I, I, gave, I gave it to him, Sedano. Adobado. Adobado. You yeah. sound like, like Tony Montana trying trying with that accent. Look, I realize that I screwed up Albo Dangas, and it's supposed to be Albondigas. Yes. See, but now I just call it Albo Dangas because now that's my own word. Yes. You know? But yeah, so there was the Adobado. Yeah. There was the uh, carne, <laughs> there was the chicken, and there were quesadillas. Did he make and there it, were I was going to say, did he make quesadillas? Did he see, make nachos? See, no, quesadillas and um, and uh, tacos. Wait. And he had this cute little act. Like, you know when you go to, like, the hibachi place when the chef, like, throws the shrimp and tries to you try and catch it in your mouth? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, this guy had this cool little thing with the salsa where he, like, threw the salsa on the spoon, like, I don't know, 12 inches away, and it landed on the taco. It was very... Oh, Very nice. artistic and creative, yeah. Like Did you it. get your churros? No churros. No churros. I know you really wanted those. Were you I mean, bummed you could have gotten those separately. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah, you, were, they, you really wanted those, though, so. No, my daughters, they decided instead of churros, they had, like, custom donuts made. You talk oh, about such a waste fine. of money. Ugh. Now, that's a lot of money. Such a waste of money. Did they have a donut Donuts wall? are expensive now. Dude, they, they went to this donut shop, right? They ordered, like, $200 worth of donuts. Of course, I come walking in. I'm like, let me see the order. I start paring them down. You don't need this. You don't need that. You don't need this, right? In the meantime, there were these donuts. 15 of them were blue and 15 of them were green. And like uh, 14 of them did not get eaten. Nobody wants a disgusting green donut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when I uh, worked at NFL Network they, and we had the holiday party once, they had a donut wall, which was mm-hmm. really cool because they had mm-hmm. a bunch of donuts just on like a little knob. Mm-hmm. And they had a pie wall, and they were these little tiny pies that were like maybe one or two bites, and they had these little tiny wooden forks with them. And I thought it was the coolest thing. So, next time you have a party cap, you got to get like a donut wall or a pie yeah. wall. Mm-hmm. No, the kids wanted a donut wall. We just never got to oh, the art so supply you, store you, to make it. You cheaped out on it. Cap. No, it wasn't so much a cheap out. It was like a timeout. We had no time. Well, yeah, the, the, you hire a company to do it for you. Oh, then I guess I did cheap out. <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard, Cap, so I get you. But did you have mulitas? Did he make molitas? Molitas. Molitas. Uh, no sé. No sé. You know what? Okay, so molita is la tortilla, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The corn tortilla, and then they, yeah. they put cheese on it, and then the yeah. meat. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did they do that? It's not It's not a quesadilla. It's different because a quesadilla is typically done with flour tortillas. Right. But a molita is This is, is like a corn, corn tortilla. Yes. Yeah. So then, and it's so based, uh, it's opened. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they put the cheese, and they put the bean on top. See, my yeah. answer is yes. But he definitely looked at me and was like, this guy doesn't know what molitas are, so I'm yeah. just going to call them quesadillas, and he's going to be happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Okay. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. It was good, though. So, George, I was not paying attention Saturday mm-hmm. to the McVeigh wedding because okay. I had my own shindig going on. Okay. I mean, you know, just letting you know it was a beautiful service. Yeah. Well, I'm a little jealous. Now that I know that you were there, I'm jealous. Um. So... Question for you. Yes, Speaking sir. of jealous, mm-hmm. I think um, I was jealous of a call Mason and Ireland got today. I feel like we need to get this guy as like a third co-host for the show, <laughs> like once a week. Really? What did he do? This guy, Carlos. Like he basic, and I, I feel like we should, I, I, I really did a terrible job today of, of, I wanted to do this like earlier in the show, but we got so sidetracked. I don't know. I mean, we always. Who the hell knows what happens? Yeah. But um, I feel like what I want to employ is people who believe John Ireland is a homer that they need to just call him on it every time they get a chance. Like this guy, Carlos, who is now going to be the third co-host of this show at some point. Kick it, Laura. Hey, Carlos, you're on 710. What's up, man? I have a big issue with Mr. John Ireland. Oh, good. Oh, what boy. is it, Carlos? Wait, how can I what help? What is it? Well, John Ireland always is pro-Lakers. The Lakers can do no wrong in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Why, why is he so happy about this hire? I mean, just because the guy sounds good. Right. I mean, come on. This guy hasn't done anything. He's never been a coach. Mm-hmm. So would you I have mean, rather have them? Yeah, I've been listening to you guys for a long time. Yes. Yeah. When the Lakers got LeBron, you were, the, oh, my God, the Lakers. Now we're going to be champions three or four times. 
we got one championship. So and I far. I think we're going to get another one with LeBron. I'm sorry. Right, but, but Russell that... Westbrook, Russell Westbrook is a disaster, and you guys don't say it. You guys Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just, in, fa- in fairness, Carlos, I believe I've used that exact phrase many times on the show. And by the way, Carlos, it sounds like it, it sounds like you've given up already. It sounds like you have no hope for Darvin Ham at all. I'm, I'm a Lakers. I've been a Laker fan. You're not a Laker fan, Carlos. You're a Laker hater. I can hear it in your voice. Hate, wow. hate, hate. You hate wow. Darvin Ham. You hate Russell Westbrook. You've already said LeBron is out. Hate, 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 Carlos. Bring more hate. Come on. You've already said LeBron's not going to win. Carlos, you already said LeBron's not going to win another title. You already said you don't like Darvin Ham. You already said Westbrook is what's word he used as a disaster. What else you hate, Carlos? Come on. Keep bringing it. I'm ready for you. I'm I'm 100% positive. What, what other hate you got? Hater. I mean, I love that. I want That's everyone great. to just call John Ireland a homer every day so we can get more of that. Dude, that was great. I mean, listen, we all understand the deal. The dude works for the team. We get it. Right? But this guy, Carlos, all up in John Ireland's business, and then John Ireland hits him with the hater, hater, hater. Yeah. I mean that that's what you do when you got nothing though. You get it. Right. I was gonna say, what, what else do. is he gonna say? Like you said, he works for the team. Is he just gonna be like, Well, maybe you're right? I like how how Mason though jumped in and said, Wait a second, I've called Russell Westbrook a disaster. Wait a second here, hold on. I use that word all the time. That's a good call, George. We need Carlos to call us. Yeah, I think we should offer him a role on the show. He'd be great for crosstalk with Mason in Ireland. Uh-oh, Beto Duran just texted me. God, he's been really into the show today. He's been listening to every word. He texted me now, and he said, ain't no mulitas allowed behind the gated community. You know, uh, let me tell Beto Duran something. Hmm. You, sir, you stiffed me. Okay? You know who you, know who you are, Beto Duran, and you know what I'm talking about. You stiffed me. Wow. That's accusatory, I, feel, I believe. He told me he was coming to my hood. We were going to have breakfast. He was on his way to Tijuana. He was going to go through the cross-border express. All I got were pictures in my neighborhood. Hey, Cap, I'm here. Where, where, nothing. Like, no communication whatsoever. None. That's his communication, bro. No, bro. No, bro. You you can't be tweeting me thinking (laughs) I'm supposed to show up somewhere, bro. Come on, Beto. Be better. (laughs) Better Beto. (laughs) Do Beto, Beto. You don't like it when people say that, though, I thought, Cap. I know. Well, that's why I thought it was funny to say. Yeah. You laughed yeah. at your own joke pretty hard there. <laughs> <Better>. <laughs> You're like, don't be that guy. <laughs> I'm that guy. Yeah. Do better, Beto. Ah! <laughs> All right, we're done here. Excellent work, Kaplan. Yeah, let's roll. Let's get out of here. Great job, Lindsay and Laura. We will talk to you mañana a las cuatro de la tarde. See you.